0: keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply see ebaymotors.com it's only a
1: kick a jump a block it's only a serve it's only a tackle a run it's only for the fans after all it's only pressure you got this adidas
2: To wish you a happy new
3: year, a happy new year. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Brady looking. close toward the end zone. Receiver all oh, good. Caught ball. Touchdown Tampa
4: Bay. He's either going to use speed and just go around a guy. Live from the
3: Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show. Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger.
1: That's Ben Roethlisberger just being Superman. You don't get him to the ground. Coming
3: up. Tampa Bay Bucs writer Rick Stroud. Your phone calls. Complete NFL Week 17 recap. Up and more. And now, it's Rich
5: Eisen. Our number two the Rich Eisen show is on the air. Eight four four two zero four. rich Number to dial. If you're on hold, stay on hold. We're going to take your phone calls in this very busy Monday, the first Monday of 2022. I am your humble host, Rich Eisen. Chris Brockman and Mike Del Tufo are in their posts uh, after a, uh, a week off last week TJ Jefferson in his spot right over there merry new year merry new year to you we were all in <laughs> on the packers and Lionel the antonio Joseph- brown story and i i i uh, offered my congratulations and uh, and and kudos to all georgia bulldog fans who chris brockman now is because uh, he needs to have uh, a happy life in his household and in Syracuse Big facts. stinks and so he's adopted the Georgia Bulldogs <laughs> as his team it's all good uh, i got problems T.J. with Jefferson. that rich. i got problems that's with that that's all right that. we can we can hit that down the road there's going to be a lot of time between well mean, i mean by the way i will sit, we, there's so much to what? talk about we haven't even talked about the Philadelphia Eagles clinching a
0: playoff spot whoa just wait
5: because uh, that's that's overreaction it's, 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 The Philadelphia Eagles clinching a playoff spot. We haven't even discussed that. I've got Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times calling in an hour. He was just part of a, a press conference with Bruce Arians, um, who didn't lend much more information on his side of things from yesterday. He said that he had a conversation with the player, tried to put him back in the game, said he wouldn't go in, and he basically said that that would be the end of that. And Antonio Brown, as we all saw, uh, stripped down and left the field you know if he had left the field in his full uniform and we wouldn't have been we were you know run around the circumference of the stadium instead of running through the end zone we wouldn't have known anything about it till the end of the game right um so we'll chat with rick Stroud about what was going on behind the scenes that led to everything that went down yesterday um and, uh, and Miles Garrett, I chatted with him last week. He's playing for the Cleveland Browns tonight in a game that is meaningless except for the fact that it is very meaningful for Pittsburgh and a quarterback who has spent his entire professional playing career making life very miserable for the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns, as we know, ended the Steelers' season last year in the playoffs and can... Send Big Ben into retirement. He has not said that he's retired or retiring yet. But last Thursday, um, I chatted with him in advance of tonight's Monday Night Football game, which I will be part of Westwood One's coverage, hosting the pregame and halftime of, as always. If you're listening to us on a Westwood One uh, radio network, we say hello to you and all the others who might not be. But anyway... I'll be there tonight, and I spoke with Ben uh, moments after his press availability last week where he said this is probably his last game. Here's my chat with a future Hall of Fame quarterback playing a big game tonight in Pittsburgh. For the Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger. Joining me here before Monday Night Football at Heinz Field against the Cleveland Browns is a man who uh, is going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame whenever he hangs them up, and that is a large part of the conversation prior to this huge Week 17 game for both teams. Joining me here on Monday Night Football's pregame show is none other than Ben Roethlisberger. How are you doing, Big Ben?
4: I'm doing great. How are you today, sir?
5: I am doing better for talking to you, man. It's been a long time. And you know, I'm just wondering what's how do you feel right now? The very that's a very rare question for me to ask anybody prior to a game, but you know, this is a big <laughs> game for you and maybe for your career, Ben.
4: It is. Um it, it's a big game. It's it's anytime I have been so blessed. The Lord has blessed me in so many ways, but to be able to play in front of the the greatest fans in sports at Heinz Field, so Anytime you play at Heinz Field on Monday night against the Browns, it's always emotional. It's always a lot of fun, and it's exciting. And,
5: you know, you and I are talking on a day after you just uh, met with the media who hit you literally right as soon as you hit the microphone about this potentially being your last game at Heinz Field. And I'm wondering what Correct. goes through your head when you hear that question.
4: You know, it's like I told them, I, I never I never like to speak in guarantees or definites, um, but, you know, signs are pointing to it being the last one. Um Obviously, there's still the, the outside chance craziness. I know some things have to happen that we could get another um, game at Heinz Field, but but in terms of regular season games, um, you know this is this is probably going to be it. And I'm I'm just um, I'm excited for it. And I'm, I just want to all I want to do is win the game. That's all that matters to me.
5: No, I know. And it's it's kind of bizarre, awkward that there is so much more football potentially left for you to play this year. And we're <laughs> all talking about the end of maybe your career. And I'm wondering right. how you work all that in together.
4: My only focus is this game. You know, I think the reason it's bigger and new, I mean, I've played 18 seasons of one over 90 football games in Heinz Field. And so for it to be the potential last regular season game, I think that's why it's talked about so much. But my, my singular focus is going to be winning this football game um, because, uh, one, because it could be my <laughs> the last regular season game. But because it's the Browns, it's crunch time. We have to win this game. Um, you know, we have to win out to get to the postseason. And even then, it's not guaranteed. So um, it can be talked about right now. But, but my focus is doing everything I can to win this football game.
5: You know, and you're from Ohio, obviously, you're from Miami of Ohio, and it seems like you have, in your career, saved something special for Ohio teams. Is that fair to say, Ben?
4: <laughs> well, you know, you always want to play well against the teams from your, from your home state, uh, especially when the one of them didn't, you know, kind of passed on you in the draft. That always sits in the back of your head a little bit.
5: I love it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that has been something you fire yourself up with because they didn't take you years ago for
4: real. But, yeah. You know, there's a lot, yeah, there's a lot of teams that obviously I won 11. So there's 10 other teams that passed on me, yes. but it, you know, and so I, I, anybody would tell you that I know that, you know, Brady talks about being, you know, wait until the later rounds to get picked and the motivation. I mean, everyone finds some sort of motivation in sport. And I think for me, it's just the fact that, um, you know, they they supposedly needed a quarterback, but I'm I'm from Ohio, a couple hours like literally away. I went to school in Ohio, it, you know. But I'm listen. At the end of the day, I'm very glad I ended up where I am. Of course, and you know,
5: you've won <laughs> championships there. And then the question is, is what about this year? Um, you know, for Steeler fans to see one game, you guys look like world beaters, and the next day you're getting beat down. Uh, what to what do you owe that, Ben? When you think about Man, it this year. I-
4: I don't know. It's. I wish I had the answer. Uh, You know. It's. Um. It's been a unique season. Obviously, coming in knowing you've got the hardest strength of schedule. You've got a new kind of offense, new coaches, a lot of new players. Um. You know, the guys up front. We've got four rookies up front. We've got a a free agent at guard, and that's just at the beginning of the season, right? We've We've dealt with a lot of injuries, which a lot of teams have, but. I just think that there's been so many variables that are out of our control, which is what life in the NFL is. But uh, I don't know that answer. I wish I I wish I did.
5: So on Monday Night Football, as you are going through the game and obviously you hope to win it and play more there this year, what what are you going to do in the last couple minutes of that game, win or lose, do you think, Ben?
4: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, hopefully hopefully I'm, we're, we're winning and I can sit there and enjoy it and reflect on Um, You know, the game and and the season and and the games that I've been able to play there um, because I've had so many great memories there. I've played with so many great football players uh, in front of, like I said, the best fans of sports. And uh, I have been truly blessed um, to to be there
5: when you are going to hang them up when that whenever that may be. And you say that's probably you've been using some conditional phrasing. um, What is your plan? What are you going to do? What do you want to do? Ben,
4: I am going to do, um, you know, first and foremost, I'm going to become a full, even more full-time husband and, and dad. Uh, that's going to be job number one. Uh, and then I'm going to do everything I can, um, to, to try and bring people, uh, what I think we're called to do, bring people to, to Christ. I think that's, um, you know, my job on this earth is many people as we can.
5: Anything professional. Would you want to do media? Is that something you'd be interested in calling games, anything like that?
4: Uh, I'm open for anything. I'm open for anything, but I'll probably disappear more than anything and and spend time at home with the family and coaching. I got I got three little ones that are right in the heart of playing sports and doing fun things. So I'll probably be more a little league coach than I will college or football coach.
5: Okay, so how how old are they right now? Are your kids Ben? Uh,
4: My my oldest just turned nine. Uh, My middle one, my daughter, is almost eight, and my youngest boy is five and a half.
5: Okay, so what sort of coach will you be? Uh, are you going to be uh, demanding? What are you going to be? You're going to be like Cowher, getting people's faces. You're going to be like Tomlin. What, 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 are, um, you, what are you going to be more like, Ben, when
4: you're maybe coaching? a little bit of both? I'm, I'm, be, I'm the behind the scenes guy. I'm the one that just gives the looks, and, and I probably. I remember quite a few cower stares. You know, down the sideline, you're you're twenty or thirty yards away, and he sticks his head out and gives you a look. Um, yep. Maybe yep. I'll just just do the looks.
5: <laughs> okay. It's
4: just you got that down, Pat. I got to
5: tell you, it's yeah. kind of funny. I was thinking about this today before you and I got on the phone, Ben. In the few minutes I have left with you, Ben Roethlisberger, uh, I I thought about the first time I interviewed you, and it was before the draft, and you were on the set of NFL Network in Los Angeles. You had not yet been drafted, and people were trying to just figure out, you know, who you are and what you can be and what you can do in this career, and not many people had seen you play, quite frankly, in college, right? And now Mm -hmm. here we are talking before what could be the end of your last game at Heinz Field, and I'll be honest, this kind of feels like an exit interview right now between the two of us. I don't know if that feels the same way to you. it's been a long time
4: between between those interviews. Um, Right. A lot of great. A lot, I think it's been a, a pretty darn good career for both of us. So I think some we both be proud
5: of. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I I just remember. You know, you say you were going to wear the number seven, and I'm I'm wondering if things turned out the way that you, you know, if I had told you sitting there in that day on the set of NFL Total Access, what would happen? Is this is this what mm-hmm. you would dreamt of, Ben?
4: Gosh, I mean, I think it was always my goal to win championships. Um I've been blessed to win two of them. Um, and, and I don't know. I mean, people ask me all the time. Gosh, if back then, if you would have said you would have played 18 years, would you have believed it? And, and, and probably not. I mean, that's a long stinking time um, to to play this game. But but like I said, I am I am truly blessed and, and thankful for the opportunities that I've been been given.
5: Okay, and so what do you want fans of the Steelers to know before the end of? This interview before this Monday night football game against the Browns, where the season is still on the line for you, in what could be again, as you say, is probably your last game in front of them in that stadium. Well, what do you want
4: to? You know, it's 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 it. I'm I'm going to give everything I have. I always have. um, You know, whether we're we're down by 20 at that with minutes to go in the game, or I'm always going to fight and give everything I have, and so. Uh, I'm going to enjoy every moment of this, but but I, to me, there's still work to be done, and, and I'm going to do everything I can to get that work done.
5: Ben Roethlisberger, I appreciate the time. Um, you know, you you go, Big Ben, and we'll chat down the line. I appreciate the time here today.
4: Thanks, Rich. I appreciate it. Have a great one.
5: You got it. That is Ben Roethlisberger, Pro Football Hall of Famer to be, but for Monday night, a big-time football game in front of the home folks at Heinz Field for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So he's going to disappear. He'll be gone. That's what he said.
0: I kind of think that's what I would have envisioned. I I can't really picture him in the booth or even doing a Manning cast type show. I just don't. I never really saw that for him when his playing career was over.
5: What's that going to be like tonight?
0: I think they're going to blow them out. (sighs) I think it really feels that way.
5: Browns are eliminated from playoff contention. Yeah, I mean, they were eliminated from winning the division when the Bengals won. They were rooting for the Chiefs so hard. Oh, yeah. And then when the Chargers won, that eliminated them from the, from the um, wild card because yeah. the Chargers beat them here in that wild, wild game. game. Yep, yep. That wild game. And I guess for a team that's eliminated, everybody's sitting there on Monday Night Football – for them to eliminate the Steelers, which yeah, would happen. Spoiler,
0: that's kind of what they're pointing for. And
5: end Big Ben's career on a sour note in front of the home fans. That is a very, very incentivizing set of facts for a team yeah, that's been limited.
0: I don't know. We We've seen it so many times in games like these right. where... Teammates pick it up. They they're, they're going to play a little extra harder. I think for Ben tonight, and uh, you know the fans are going to let him hear it. And I just I can't see it. I can't envision a scenario which Cleveland wins. Let's uh,
5: take some phone calls here on the Rich Eisen show. Uh, let's go to Kathy in Philadelphia. What's up, Kathy? Happy New Year to you.
3: Happy New Year. Happy belated Boxing Day.
5: Thank yes. you. Appreciate that.
3: Um, so, Rich, I know you've been getting a lot of ribbing uh, the last couple of days, especially from from your colleagues on Game Day Morning. I saw what uh, the the Georgia references that Mooch uh, not so yes. subtly dropped several several times. Yeah, he day. had a
5: bold prediction that Stafford would throw six touchdowns against the Ravens, including one to Sony Michelle, just because Sony went to Georgia too. That's
3: funny. So, correct. Yeah, correct. that was a good one. Um, yeah, but good. I actually wanted to call to thank you, Rich. Um, and I know it's weird coming from me, you know, giving you praise. Yes. Um, but you weren't there last week, so I couldn't thank you last week for really helping the Bills um, reclaim division and put themselves back in the driver's seat. I really feel as though um, you throwing down what it's, I, I guess should be now dubbed the Rich Eisen speed bump um, towards the Patriots really is what the Bills needed to elevate themselves yep. last week. Yep. Yep. And now that we're in the drive, and, and and I know there's a lot of football left. We still have to play against your J E S T next week. Yes. And and as Kyle Shanahan says, you know we could all be dead by then. Um, <laughs> so, but I, I just wanted to thank you for for removing the bad juju and placing it back on the Patriots. And if you could please refrain from complimenting the Bills in any way until the end of the po- of the postseason, that would also be appreciated.
5: My pleasure. Kathy, I'm here for you. Thanks for the call. Happy New Year to you. Oh, oh boy. Nice. Wow. Whoa, Mike, come on. Whoa, Mike, come on, Whoa. bro. Whoa.
2: Wow. The more you things gosh. change, Rich, the more they stay the Happy same. New Year. The, the, the I was a hot, cop. The hot button. Jeter Jeter Jump, pew, with the quick, quick hands trigger. over there. Did I put the zigging on the bills? Is that what she's Sorry, saying? Sorry, Kathy. I'm trying to figure out what she's saying. First and foremost, we apologize, Kathy.
0: Well, didn't you say
5: I
1: apologize.
0: not losing the rest of the way or something? No, no. I mean, that
2: Oh, was, by the way, did you catch a football on Sunday?
5: I did not attempt to catch a football. Yeah, okay. Jason asked. All right. Yeah, so
2: uh, yeah. Bills versus Jets. And did she say J E S T like yeah, yeah. Yeah. I heard it? She, she.
0: <laughs> I, they, I mean the Jets should have won yesterday. I mean, they play hard. Yes, Zach, they do. Zach Wilson Zach Wilson is, is show, he's showing he's showing He's showing some showing,
2: moxie. I know. Like
0: he's showing, he's some,
2: showing some of the throws Close. he made. Yeah. Oh boy. They were they yeah. were good. Yeah. Rich, I don't know if you noticed a tweet that I um I tagged you in, I think last Sunday where Zach Wilson, some of his friends were in a diner. Uh, A waitress was showing him a photograph of her son, saying he was a really big fan, had him on video. And then Zach offered to give her tickets. And she just broke down in tears, like in his arms, crying. And I hit you up. I was like, yeah, your boy did well.
5: there." I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Everything that, uh, you know, uh, as you know, we have uh, been knocking on the Jets door. Um, We've been knocking on Zach Wilson's door for quite some time. Mm -hmm. And I think the the Jets have him in the uh, sort of Mac Jones rookie bubble. Uh, bubble, yes, yeah. But it was really it was a
2: really cool video hey, to, it, it, to well, see him do that for I, her.
5: I'd rather be the Jets than the Giants. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, and a million times times a million, I'd rather be that right now. Certainly, since the Jets are, I think they still have a draft choice in front of the Giants still. You know, but at any rate, uh, Bills are going to win that division. I'm sorry, Kathy, to say that. Patriots are going to wind up somewhere like what? Where are they going to They could wind up in Buffalo, by the way. They could. Wild card right right weekend. now, that's
0: what it is. Right, right now, it's yeah. a rematch. Yeah. Patriots
5: can wind up in Buffalo. Go to Cincinnati. Patriots could wind up uh, in Kansas City. Yeah, I don't want that. How, uh, well, by the way, um, two teams that I, I, I want to give it up for and more of your phone calls before overreaction Monday when we come back right here on the Rich Eisen Show. 844-204-RICH, number to dial... Uh, we haven't even discussed the Dallas Cowboys. We all need to. I think we do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I personally think what we do. No. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hey,
5: folks. It's time for the NFL Draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep. Because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. in store and now save forty percent on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power twenty twenty three award information, visit Power dot com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. dot com.
4: This
3: is the Rich Eisen show.
5: They have no other back here on the Rich Eisen show eight four four two zero four Rich. I mean, Joey oh, the Auto. Yeah, you can talk about other, you know cincinnati
2: athletes right now vado's a legend in cincinnati i
5: mean joe burrow is he's the man right flat now. out done what joe they wanted the man. him to do he is a man. Yeah, he's and a they lead. you know and they've surrounded him i mean they're
2: uh, also rich no I mean, another apology when the, we went back to the draft we talked about should the bengals draft slater at, at lineman or chase i think a lot of us no, i know i, I thought know. they should draft I the lineman No, I I know. know yeah so yeah, i'm sorry yeah, yeah. that was uh, chase was the right move well, I yeah, I think that worked that, out. Was, the, that was one <laughs> thousand percent the out. right
5: Yeah, I mean there there will be more time to talk about that this week. I, I do want to uh you know hit a couple of teams that we have yet to to hit on here um that deserve all sorts of praise because they are in the playoffs and um and one of them in, in a position to dominate in the playoffs. I I I gotta tell you, the Philadelphia Eagles Being in a playoff spot, and it's really weird to see a standings in a conference where a team that's in front of them has not yet clinched, but they have. (laughs) Such is the case. The 49ers currently ranked sixth. They haven't clinched a playoff spot. The Saints can come get them. If the Saints win next week uh, in Atlanta... And the 49ers lose to the Rams. The Saints are in the playoffs. The 49ers are out, and the Eagles are just sitting back already chilling. They're in, despite having the same record as the Niners. 9-7, Nine and seven, not good enough for the Niners. 9-7, Nine good enough for the Eagles. Don't ask me why, as Billy Joel once said. <laughs> Don't talk to uh, Nick Sirianni, when he came, took the job, and he looked like – the proverbial deer in headlights. Do you remember his first press conference there? It was not good. And it's just like, who is this guy that they've hired? And yeah. Doug Peterson's out, and this guy's in. Who especially, is this guy? Especially
0: when you looked at it in comparison to Dan Campbell's intro. You know, he right. Was, it was just it was wild. Just like, I know Dan
5: Campbell's whoa. biting whoa. off kneecaps <laughs> and, and stuff. And Sirianni was
0: just
5: like, hey. And was just like, does he need media lessons? This guy. And then you know they win in Atlanta and the 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 rest of September and portions of October don't go very well and they decide to commit to the run and um all the Deshaun Watson talk that was going on there clearly subsided they buy in a Hurts and how about Jalen Hurts first career season as a starter from start to finish he makes the playoffs Guy's a winner, isn't he? Guy's a winner. And it seems like the only thing that could potentially stop Jalen Hurts right now is, uh, (laughs) you know, a a piece of FedEx field falling on him.
0: The railing at FedEx?
5: (laughs) Again, had Antonio Brown not strip-sacked himself, this would be far more talked about. Jalen Hurts coming off the field at FedEx, setting up the Eagles for an opportunity to make the playoffs because other circumstances that had yet to happen that did happen needed to play out. He's walking and fans were leaning over and 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 wow the, the it's stadium crazy. railing that's behind some wall just falls apart and nearly took out Jalen Hurts and you know and all these fans who who the hell knows if they got COVID or not. I'm honestly this is the way I think about it. Like suddenly surrounded by fans, you know, and security guards finally separate the fans from Jalen Hurts, who was kind enough to help these guys up. And he was in the middle of everything. He's not genuinely concerned about it. I'm more concerned about it than he is. I put on that could have been devastating. I mean, could you imagine suddenly Gardner Minshew starting a playoff game because part of FedEx field comes apart? Well, even more than that. I mean, that could have
2: broken his his leg. Like, man, that, that could have been really awful.
5: But you just have to give it up. The defense was balling out, too. The defense starts pulling it together in the running game. Hopefully, Miles Sanders will be healthy enough for this team to maybe, what? I mean, visit the Rams. They could visit Tampa. One place that I don't think they'll be visiting because, you know, the Bucks have a, a, a game against Carolina at home. And um, if – if Dallas wins at Philadelphia on Saturday night, and, you know, I think this being the matchup in the final game of the year in Philadelphia, again, I, I think Nick Sirianni, just for you-know-what's and giggles, because this is part of the reason why he got the job, I think, just take Hertz out of the fourth quarter. <laughs> <laughs> um, on national television, we the whole country watching. And um, if Tampa then beats Carolina... It's entirely possible, right? And then um, San Francisco beats the Rams—that's possible, right? Yeah,
0: that's
5: guess possible. guess where Philadelphia goes? You know, Philadelphia goes to Tampa. Philadelphia can go to Arizona potentially. You never know. You go to the Rams. There are two scenarios where Philadelphia winds up in Dallas, but Carolina's got to beat the Bucks, wow. and Seattle's got to beat Arizona for that to happen. Dallas is not going to be the two-seed, folks. What did I tell you in my four downs before going away? What did I tell you about the Cowboys' Achilles heel? I agreed with you. It's their kicker. And Zerline, right off the bat, misses a field goal, and they lose by three later on. And here's what I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear we're playing against the refs, too, because every game, as Leighton Van Der Esch said, Playing against the refs, a couple of the other players were saying too, playing against the refs. Uh, refs were on the field, I believe, when you waxed Washington, right? Wow. Refs were on the field when you also beat Washington in Washington. When you collapsed on Taylor Heineke like the wall did on Jalen Hurts in <laughs> FedEx Field. Okay. Refs are out there when Micah Parsons has a rookie season that rivals Lawrence Taylor's and. Diggs is picking off all these passes. Come on. Was we're that a state. fumble last night? Was that a fumble last night that Chase Edmonds put yes. that ball on the turf? You could sit here and say no. It was. You could sit here and say yes. You didn't have a timeout. Why didn't you have a timeout? Because Arizona pulled an okey doke on you earlier in the game when you thought they were going to kick, and they run Kyler Murray out there on the field. So special teams blew it. You blew it on special teams. Get your damn act together. you blew it on defense too earlier in the game you blew you're blowing it on defense when arizona kept picking up first downs and this is an arizona team that as you know was having trouble once again closing out games over the last three weeks in the same way they had trouble closing out games and missed the playoffs last season you blew it on offense a couple times when they didn't have deandre hopkins I mean, blew it on defense a couple times to DeAndre Hopkins. Blew it on offense, too. All three phases did not click. All leading up to a moment where an official says, guys, down by contact, and you don't have a timeout to actually challenge it. Too bad. But it's the ref's fault. It's the ref's fault. Hey, man, it's called consistency. It's called what the Packers have. The Cowboys don't have it right now. You blew it! Can you get it back? Absolutely, you can get it back. No question about it. Go beat the Eagles. Go beat the Eagles, and then play a playoff game at home. You're gonna play a playoff game at home. Right now, it looks like you're gonna face the Dallas Cowboys. More, I, I have all the scenarios here in front of me. All the playoff clinching scenarios right here in my hand. Okay. More often than not, there are how many different permutations? I think about 30 different permutations is the way the NFC seating can can. Um, Finish up. There are only four scenarios in which Dallas is not the four seed out of all of them. And for those for those scenarios to happen, San Francisco's got to beat the Rams, and uh, Seattle. Carolina's got to win. Seattle's got to win. A couple of them too. Seattle and yeah, Seattle and San Francisco both have to win and for that. Carolina, to happen. Dallas is going to be the four seed, sir, and they're going to have to take on either the Rams or the Cardinals again. Okay. That's it. Those are fun games. That's it, and you best not be up and down. You better have both sides of the ball, and that third phase where you got the you know, Prater's on the field, and we gotta burn the timeout because here comes Kyle Murray. Need that one later on. Well, I mean, I, hey I put, man, is that the ref's fault? That's is that the ref's fault? I mean, you're saying you that's the refs. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm looking at you. You're looking at me like I'm a, sorry. Uh, I'm at the camera. It. Is that the ref's fault, Dallas? Is that the ref's fault?
2: I put on Twitter, you know, once again, missed field goals and poor timeout management. Cost Cowboys a game. I agreed with you. I told you. Zerline in the fourth quarter is great. The start games, he stinks. He's lost three games hey. himself for us by missing very makeable field goals. So Give it up to these people, too. It's not the refs. Chandler Jones
5: balled out. That guy put a Defensive Player of the Year four quarters on the field when they needed it. Big time. That guy was terrific. Isaiah Simmons knocking the ball out of Dak's hands. Uh, Wasn't the refs making a great play coming all the way back after missing Dak in the pocket to track him down and knock the ball loose? Give it up to Kyler Murray and Chase Edmonds and Zach Ertz, who Steve Kimes stole from the Eagles because he was available for whatever reason. Dallas Bell, pull it, pull it together. And then there's one more team, and then we'll take a break. We'll do overreaction Monday too, Christopher. Let's do it. One more team I want to throw out here. How about the Tennessee Titans? How about this team is one win against Houston away from having home field throughout the playoffs in Tennessee, despite losing Derrick Henry, their MVP candidate, halfway through the season, a little bit shy of the halfway point of the season. How about Julio Jones and that off-season acquisition that was so huge, certainly because of what happened <laughs> with Atlanta and then him saying on the air he wanted out, and he finally did get out, and he didn't think he was on the air when he said he was going to get out. Think about all that, and he's just been a non-factor. A.J. Brown, out. How many guys have been out? Our guy, Lawan, in and out.
0: Yep.
5: Saffold's How about it? How about it? And they lose to the Jets because everybody was out. They lost to the Texans. Texans can sweep them if they can surprise them here which I don't think is going to happen. Vrabel should be getting coach of the year talk. This is incredible. Everybody overlooks them because they're in Nashville. Everybody overlooks them because you don't have a lot of their players on fantasy. You don't use their defense on fantasy. Certainly not compared to Cincinnati and Kansas City. It's a fantasy football world we live in, you know. But guess who's coming back, Apparently. And guess who might have a week off to make sure he gets back? Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry and the Tennessee Titans. Oh. Yo. They're going to be sitting there while the rest of the AFC beats the crap out of each other. And then maybe who comes into their house, the Raiders, the Chargers, and they could just beat the crap out of them by jamming it down their throat. Although I do want to give it up to the Raiders too for them to be in their position right now. We'll hit that a little bit more. But for the moment, I just want to tip the cap to your one seed with one week to go. It it looks
0: like they're going to be the one seed. I know. It's crazy. After all of this?
5: And here's another nugget. Ryan Tannehill has done something for this franchise that no other Oiler or Titan quarterback has done. Not McNair, not Moon, name them. Not even Kerry Collins, who, as you know, had some nice runs there in Tennessee for Jeff Fisher. Back-to-back division wins. Back-to-back division championships. Wow! The only other quarterback to have done that for the franchise, there's only one other, is George Blanda, who won the first three for the Houston Oilers in the AFL. And Tannehill does it against the Dolphins. And eliminates his former team in doing it. Ryan Tannehill living his best life. Vrabel is coaching his ass off, man. They all buy what he sells. And how many times is this guy's out, that guy's out? What's going on with the Titans? They couldn't, you know, finally, they finally clinched the division yesterday because the Colts were playing their heads off. They eliminate a Dolphins team that wins seven after losing seven. They were a red hot. Deontay Foreman is taking over this spot. Like, hey, next man up. Titans have used next man up all the way to a week 18 visit to Houston to clinch home field throughout Nashville. That's impressive. Kudos to them. Take a break. 844-204-RICH. We'll take a couple of your calls before overreaction Monday. Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times, fresh off the Bruce Arians press conference as well. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets
3: This is the Rich Eisen
5: Show. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We just played a soundbite of Bruce Arians telling Rick Stroud, our guest, in 15 minutes' time from the Tampa Bay Times, he's not going to share the conversation that he and Brown had on the sideline that led to Brown stripping down and leaving the field. Um, let's go to Fitz in Dallas before overreaction Monday. What's up, Fitz?
1: Hey, now. Hey, now. What's up? Happy New Year, gentlemen. Same to you. Uh, TJ, TJ, we're a little stoic here in Big D today, but uh, It'll be all because, right, because of our consistent Cowboy. <laughs> It'll be all right. But we're holding the faith. We're holding the faith. We can We can still go on a playoff run, and Philly games should be interesting this weekend. Um, now, what I really called about is uh, what I saw from Antonio Brown yesterday really hit home uh, because of his actions over the last several years are, are so similar to actions that I had in my life. Um, for 20 years, I suffered through long bouts of depression where it was so dark in my life and then i would go through bouts of short manic episodes where i was high on life and euphoric and thought i was never wrong i thought the and i thought that latter part was normal and and i thought the euphoric part was was truly the norm above the dark times and today more and more people should not worry about the replays of him possibly being manic on his way out of the game yesterday moreover people should be more worried about the possible dark side of where he is today. And, and now for me, I, I finally sought help and was diagnosed with a mild form of bipolar disorder. Um, but today I lead a balanced life through medication therapy. Um, but mental, mental illness is not, and should not be a stigma to people. We and talk no about what, it that-
5: and well done. Cause we talk about that all the time on the show, whether it's with callers yes. like yourself, uh, Tyson Fury, other uh, other athletes, Brandon Marshall. We Marwin Nolo was in here, yeah, right? We have we have full and open conversations about it, which is why I think he needs help. Certainly today, uh, and the fact that the structure of an NFL week and season and team and focus is gone, gone.
1: Yeah, and, no. and, and no matter what his actions of yesterday and and of the past, we, we should all pray for Antonio Brown. Uh, today and, and hope he gets help. Uh, Rich, gentlemen, thank you so much for taking my call. You I'll bet. I'll hop up here.
5: Go for it, Fitz. Go for your rest of your day. Thanks, um, sir. And, uh, and happy
2: new year to you. Thanks for sharing that.
5: Eight four four two zero four. Rich, number to dial. Let's do some overreaction Monday right here on this busy first 2022 edition of The Rich Austin Show. Let's go for go. It. Hit it. That was
2: terrible. That was crap. That
5: was
0: garbage. That was crap.
3: Monday's Monday.
0: All right, Christopher, lots to overreact to. What do you have over there? All right, here we go. We've been talking about it a lot today, guys, so we'll get right to it. The Buccaneers cannot win the Super Bowl without Antonio Brown.
5: Overreaction Monday, everybody. False. They can win it without him.
0: Really? False. They should have lost to the Jets. False. False.
5: False. They should have lost the Jets, but the guy who replaced Antonio Brown caught the touchdown from Tom Brady.
0: Never even heard of that
5: guy. That's right, but Tom Brady did. (laughs) That's the thing. And he told Arians, I trust him, and Aaron's like, let's play him. And they win the game. Obviously, the competition will get stiffer than the New York Jets, but that's false. I'm more concerned that Levante David and Leonard Fournette may be less than when they finally get those guys back. I'm concerned about the other injuries that they have and the fact that they won't have a bye week. You know, maybe they treat this coming game as a bye week and just don't care who they're going to play. Two through four, seated two through four. Yeah, Uh, I don't know. Uh, That's why Arians is, uh, you know, defending Super Bowl champion coach, two-time coach of the year. So, But that's false. That's an overreaction. What else you got over there?
0: All right, I called this back on November 15th in this very segment, people. The NFC East team to be feared most in the playoffs. The Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah,
5: I, I just, I, I don't know. Maybe you could make the case that they are because they're, they got the house money, they got the nobody expected us. You know, we all know they won a Super Bowl one year with the dog masks because <laughs> they were the underdogs, underdogs and all.
0: Underdogs every way. Yeah, every I don't, way. I don't know
5: if they should be greasing the polls just yet there in Philadelphia. <laughs> but I, I, I'll still take Dallas, man. When that team cooks on offense and then cooks on defense and puts it all together and Zerline actually splits it up right they're they tough gave- to beat man they are tough to beat and that is a team that if they do that on a day in lambeau field and it's cold and their receivers hold on to the ball you know <laughs> um Shots. they they can win i'm concerned about the Gallup injury acl i know done. that but um i'm still taking it. i'll say that's another overreaction what else what else you got all right
0: about? we hit on it earlier talking about the best team in the afc rich I'm gonna say the Bengals are the most dangerous team in the AFC as well. Got home run hitters, baby. I know. It's just the playoffs
5: are so different, and first time quarterbacks in the playoffs usually
0: don't do well,
5: don't do well.
0: I don't think it matters with this kid, though, right? You know,
5: usually don't do well, and I just don't know if Burrow is a separate power because.
0: You know, he's
5: Mr. You know, 60 touchdowns and pointing to his ring finger and smoking cigars, <laughs> and he's just a different cat. And it's entirely possible, as we mentioned in the first hour, that the first quarterback he sees in the playoffs is Justin Herbert, which means one of those first-timers is going to have to win. Yeah. So, you know, um, I'll say that's not an overreaction. Right, you can't yeah. make the case that it's uh, against it. I- I'll still bet on the Chiefs when it comes down to it. I'll still bet on the Chiefs, <laughs> yeah. but that game, if it
0: happens again, would have to be back in the jungle. It appears. Yeah. Ah, what it. else, sir? I love it. All right, this one is uh, this one's pretty spicy. This guy did not look good in the first half, but really looked better and like he, he getting a grasp of the position in the second half yesterday. Trey Lance is going to win a playoff game.
5: <sighs> well, they got to beat the Rams first, bud. I mean, that's
0: why I mean it's pretty bold. I, I you know. know there's, there's an extra like, So you're talking about this year. He yeah, like this, game, year. like this year. Like win a playoff year. game this year.
5: So the Niners are going to – beat the Rams. Right, I'm and then... The Niners, if they make it, they're the sixth seed. There's a couple where they're the seventh seed. So are the seventh seed, both seven seeds, they'd have to go to um, – Tampa maybe? No. When they're the seventh seed, they have to oh, – All, seven all of them wind up as the seventh seed. They've got to play the Rams.
0: So just a rematch. Yeah. Okay.
5: So, and the way that that happens is, uh, you know, San Francisco gets in as the seven because New Orleans loses in Atlanta, which is entirely possible. Uh, yeah. I'll say that's an overreaction, went man. For it. Yeah, went for it. He, uh, he did look good in the second half. Finally got his sea legs under him. I'll say that's an overreaction.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: I think that's
5: fair. I think it would be, it would, but, but uh, he's... I don't know. Jimmy G's hand injury sounds particularly serious that we're not going to see him back again this year. I
0: think Lance is playing out the string. I think so. All right, you hit on this at the top of the show. Uh, It's the Packers championship to lose this year. Super Bowl favorites.
5: (sighs) (laughs) I came on the I'll be consistent here. I came on the air today saying they're the best team in football. They have home field advantage already clinched throughout. They've got a quarterback and a, I mean, uh, their bona fides are are
0: absolutely obvious. So I'll say that's not an overreaction. That's it. Yeah, Las Vegas has uh, has gone to Green Bay. They're now the super big big favorites, three to one. That the, they are playing out of their skulls. They are the most consistent team in
5: football. They are. And so they've lost a division game. They lost a game where their quarterback was out due to COVID. And that first week one, they just thrown them out because it was just such a wild uh, outlier of a, of a performance by Green Bay. They should, they should, yeah, they should win the NFC and they should go to the Super Bowl, and they should, you know, beat a team from the from a conference that everyone believes is the sec is yeah, the good, lesser yeah. conference. Yeah.
0: All right, not an overreaction. Well, that'll be. Who knows? Uh, that'll be a fun uh, Super Bowl week if Green Bay makes it. On. All right, uh, let's talk some coaching real quick. Mike Vrabel, it's funny you hit on this earlier because I had this ready for overreaction. Mike Vrabel, locked up coach of the year. I don't
5: know about locked up. I think Matt LaFleur deserves some. <laughs> yes, that one. <laughs> uh, I think LaFleur deserves some some pop. So some run here. Um, and I think that... Um, what if Vrabel loses? What if he gets swept by Houston? And everybody believes oh, that they should. Come on. I, I don't know.
0: Davis I, I Mills you is going to go knock them off the one. Seed. I don't think.
5: I I think Lafleur might get some run here, brother. Everybody thinks it's just you know he's rolling the ro- rolling the rolling the footballs out because of how great Aaron Rodgers is. But
0: Pretty
5: good. this guy is no been love for Zach Taylor. No, no Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor might get some run too. Yeah. I don't know if he's locked it up. If you had said he's he, he should be coach of the year, that's not an overreaction. Locked up is the overreaction. So
0: Words matter, Rich. Okay, Chris. All right, mm-hmm. two more on uh, coaches here. Uh, let's go to Las Vegas. I can't really pronounce his name. Rich Passaccia. Rich Bisaccia <laughs> should be the Raiders' permanent head coach if they make the playoffs.
2: That's a
5: good one.
0: They're playing for this guy.
5: I know. Our, our, our boy Mayock's got to be retained, too.
0: I think so if they make it.
5: He's, pl- I mean, what a job he's done, right? Amazing. And we all thought they'll go with Gus Bradley, the defensive right. coordinator, because he's been a coach before. Right. And they went with Bisaccia. And Mayock said he was one of the greatest, um, you know, leaders he's ever seen. Yeah. I mean,
0: yeah, I don't think that's an overreaction. That would be pretty cool. It would be pretty cool. I mean, they've been through a lot this year. Uh-huh. And this uh, last one is uh, for all my Chicago brothers and Adam in the back. Uh Matt Nagy saved his job, yeah, and he's coming back next year. I told you, he's coming is back. the
5: nightmare scenario <laughs> for the Bears fan. We're going to go to Seattle with Nick Foles and win. Win. We're going to beat the crap out of Joe Judge's yeah. Giants, who are so crappy <laughs> that everybody who used to be on the team is calling the coach saying, I want to come, come back. I want to come back. And we're going to beat that team with Dalton. We're going to go sit Justin Fields and we're going to win out with two quarterbacks that aren't going to be here. You're going to beat the crappy
0: Vikings But that's who's going to
5: still be here because of it? <laughs> Matt Nagy. Go, go Bears. Go Bears. Go Bears. You're going to give me a heart attack you keep talking like that, Rich. Going to give me a heart attack. <laughs> Not an overreaction. <laughs> Please let Give the happen. Bears Please fans let what they happen. want. Please let win Win out. Yeah, I'm gonna win out. Let's Yes. What a nightmare. Yes. Let's bring back Tom Zack and beat the Vikings with him and save
4: Nagy's job. (laughs)